Everybody, it is July 27th, year 2010. I'm Wong Hughes, and out there in Florida is Patricia. Hello, Patricia. Merry Christmas, Walden. This ought to confuse a few people. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Saturday, everybody. Walden and I are usually on Saturday night. Uh, this is a plug, 10:30 Saturday night, <laughs> and. Um, Surprise, we're here in the middle of the week. This is a first for me. I've never been here in the middle of the week. Well, I, it's an honor to run the board just for Patricia. Oh, my pleasure entirely. How are you doing? We're doing super dandy. I have uh, the fan going on. It must be a freezing uh, 71 degrees out here or some crazy thing. Maybe. And you have the fan going? Yep. That's usually time for you to haul out a sweatshirt. Well, I know, but it's, <laughs> it's, a, little, it's a little humid. It's a little humid, so that's why I got the fan going on around here. Quite acceptable. It's still 81 here, oh. so it's it's kind of toasty. I have one of these little widgets on my desktop that tells me what the temperature is going to be, and you know, you get these little clouds with lightning icons to tell me when it's going to storm, which it didn't do today. <laughs> it was supposed to, but it's such a hoot watching this thing because it will predict something like tomorrow is supposed to be 93. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow when it gets to 94, the icon is going to change and say, oh, we predicted 94. And then when it gets to 95, it's going to go to 95 and say, oh, we predicted 95. <laughs> so um, it finally climbed 96 today. So that, that was kind of toasty warm. I absolutely. Well, everybody, Patricia and I are, are pink sitting for Bill Bragg and Mike Candy. And our friend Kim Bragg was going to join us with her grandmother, Bet tonight. Because today is Beth's 90th birthday. Yeah, but Kim's a little bit under the weather, so that's why it's Patricia and I. And so, Ron, if you're listening to me, please call the California number, 714-545-2071. We thought we might do the uh, your little surprise over here in California. And Kim is recording down in Texas, so... If you can do that, Ron, that would be terrific. And uh, those of those you, we're going to... Um, there, there might be our friend, maybe. I hope so. Hello there. And let's pop this down. Hello there. Okay, we're, so we're going to do it on this line. Yeah, we're doing it, on, oh, we're doing it here in California. Now, does that, 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 now, does that make a difference with your union rate? If you do I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a shorter distance, so I guess it's okay to do it from California, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll do it from oh, California. Right. Oh, okay? right. Here we go. Right, so if we, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on one second. Can you turn the TV down? I got to do this on the radio. Um, okay, so if you got your um, tape recorder going, or whatever it is that uh, Kim's got, here we go.
Kimmy got it. Wow. It was wonderful. Wow, Ron. Birthday, Betty Lewis from Ron Miyashiro in Hawaii. Ron, that was gorgeous. Uh, that was I'm supposed to play one more song for what? her. Is that song? One more song? Did you know anything by Von Monroe? Yeah, well, I, well, <laughs> yeah, Ghost Riders in the Sky. Well, whatever you want to play. She loved yeah, I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna play um All right. song called Let what? Me Call You Sweetheart. Okay. Uh, you know, the next time Patricia and I host a big event together, we're just going to fly you to play music. <laughs> you music know, you to Hawaii. It's going to be more fun if you came to Hawaii. That's true. Yeah. Well, Patricia and I can save our pennies yeah. someday. We'll, we'll be there, right, Patricia? We'll bring the event to Ron. I think that's a dynamite I idea. I love the idea. Hey, have you, you know, seriously, have, you, have any of you, two of you, been to Hawaii? I've been, Never. I've been there twice. I'm such a sheltered person. He took my turn. Sheltered person. I can't imagine you being sheltered person. <laughs> but I am. Lady, you're so, you're so yeah, outgoing. I everybody buffaloed. <laughs> when was the last time you came, uh, Walden, to Hawaii? Uh, Here was it. Eight, let's see. Uh, New Year's Eve, 1986. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. My uncle was stationed at the, uh, the head of the... Uh, in the military in on Hawaii. He was the head of the uh, Pacific Forces. Uh-huh. So, oh, okay. so I got a chance to, you know, stay on the military base and uh, be a tourist. Really cheap. <laughs> 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 yeah, all right. Well, and I have a cousin who lives in Honolulu. Does that count? Of course. You have a cousin in Honolulu? Uh-huh. Uh, a first cousin or what? Cousin. Yeah, first cousin. Really? Really. Okay. How come you haven't visited your first cousin? Well, Any reason why why you should come? I think my first cousin divorced the rest of us. He bailed out of here about uh, years ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I, I truly, um, 
I, I wouldn't know him if, if I bumped into him. Yeah. I would guess well, me. anyway, I I hope we made uh, uh, Grandma Bet a very happy birthday. Oh, and yeah. All that kind of stuff. So looking forward to being able to do it for her and got to do it. So made my day complete. Well, uh, thank I you, I bet Ron. it made hers, too. And you guys, you take care of yourself. You got Now, don't forget, you guys only have up till... <laughs> you don't get you don't get to talk to four thirty in the morning. <laughs> this is true, Ron. I have a question for you. What is it? Well, we're playing trivia tonight. I mean, Walden and I just never get together without trivia. Would you like a, a music question? A music question? Yeah. Anything but Pine Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew that answer. Okay, let's go for music question. I, I probably will funk it, but that's okay. Okay, music question. We're we're concentrating. Not every question has to do with this, but we're concentrating on the Christmas song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. Are you with me? Yeah. What was the gift on the first day? First day of Christmas, a partridge in a pear tree. You got it. Now, see, I haven't, I've got a stamp on your envelope from Saturday, but now I can put an extra CD in there. Would you like one? Oh, you, you would. whatever you want. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm looking, for, looking forward to Boston Blackie. Oh, well, he's in the envelope. <laughs> Poor guy got tucked in there. Um, is, do you, are you into um, detective? I'm into what? <laughs> well, <laughs> ask me again. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of messed up, wasn't I? <laughs> Are you uh, starting to lean toward detectives? I've got oodles of detectives. Let's hear some of your detective choices that you got over there. Oh, oodles boy, of do we have choices. Um, just give me a second and pull up my list here. I didn't expect. He has oodle private eyes and oodle noodles and oodle... Oh, uh, any, anybody that's a scientist could use a private eye. <laughs> okay, in the private eye department, we have the amazing Mr. Malone, Barry Craig, Black Fox 13, Broadway is my beat, Bulldog Drummond, Candy Madsen, we're only up to the C's here, Casebook of Gregory Hood, Casey Crime Photographer, uh, Crime and Peter Chambers, Crime Classics, that's a good one, Dragnet, um, Epic Casebook, uh, Inspector Carr, that's a British one, that's new, I, that's a brand new one, I haven't listened to that one, Fat Man, uh, Inspector Thorne, It's a Crime, Mr. Collins, Jeff Reagan is good, Lee, Lee on, I, I always... Leonidas Witherall. I always mispronounce his name, but there are only about six or seven shows available on him. Let George do it. Ah, oh, great show. Michael Shane, Mr. and Mrs. North. Got loads of Mr. and Mrs. North. Mr. Oh, that's what I want. Mr. and Mrs. North? Yeah. You got it. I knew we'd come up with something, and we're only up to the M's here. Oh, that's good. Mr. Yeah. See, I'm really into detectives, so for anyone who would like um, to win a CD, call us and win a CD, I'll go through the rest of the detectives for you, and we've also got a whole bunch of other stuff. So, Mr. and Mrs. North, it is. Sounds like a, a good plan. All right. You have to go to work tonight? And Mrs. North, uh, yeah, that sounds like a, a fun one. Yeah, okay. Anyway, happy birthday, Grandma Beth, and... And and it's nice and refreshing to hear you guys at 4.30 in the afternoon. At <laughs> <laughs> 4.30 in the morning? <laughs> no, in the afternoon. The sun is out, and I got to go to work. I start at 6. I'll be listening for a while then. Wow. Well, good. Well, you have a wonderful night. You have a wonderful night, Ron. 
And you guys too. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Aloha. Aloha. How about that, everybody? Aloha. So, Walden, you are well? I am super-duper. I am, you know, that looks like, wouldn't that be fun to have that kind of music, a live piano player at your home? You have some of your friends over for, you know, uh, uh, a light lunch and some refreshment and just chatting and having that while I'm playing in the next room. The people would never go home. No. We we would have to put a limit on four run and say, okay, you can only play for an hour or else they will camp out and never go home. That's true. So that would be good. That so would be awesome. We have a birthday lady today, and that's um, who Ron called in for, called in and played happy birthday, and let me call you sweetheart for Betty Lewis, who is Kim's Mama Bet. That's right. And she is 90 years old today. Happy birthday, Mrs. Lewis. For anyone, and please think about this, if, if you would like to call in and wish her a happy 90th birthday, Kim is recording this for her. So she'll have it and can play it any time. The number is 714-545-2071. Hello, Carl. You are on. 545-2071. Hello, Carl. You are on with Patricia. You know, you guys do a pretty good show. You should do it more than just on Saturday night. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Are you? Oh, not too, not too bad. My pain pill is starting to kick in. <laughs> and I'm heating up my chicken noodle soup, so... <laughs> I think I, I'm a firm believer chicken noodle soup cures everything. It does. <laughs> it does. Even the doctors admit it now. Yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, I like this progressive, um, a progresso chicken noodle soup, the hearty rotini. Oh, yeah. The curly Q one. And the bet, what I figured out to do one day, I put it on the stove on low and had forgotten about it, and it cooked down. This is a good oh. hint. Let it cook down, and it cooks the water out of it, and the broth gets real thick. And it tastes just like a homemade soup. Wow. Oh. oh, it's so good. I have like four cans. Every time I get down to like three cans, I use one can and I buy two because I'm afraid I'm going to run out. So I never have less than three cans in my pantry at a time. <laughs> well, if you um, have not heard this voice before, and I know you have, this is Kim Brad, Bill's wife, who um, has Mama Bet as her very special person in her life. And it's Mama Beth's birthday. Kim, say say happy birthday, please. Yeah, happy birthday, Grandma Mama Beth. And we always call her Mama Beth because um, my mother's still alive. My grandmother raised me for the most part, and it was and my mom, my grandmother, and my grandfather didn't want to get have us, my brother and I, be confused to call my grandparents like mom and dad or my mom, you know, mom. So they decided. How we ever end up saying my grandma, grandpa, and all that, we end up saying Mom Bet for my grandmother, huh? Daddy Bill for my grandfather, and then Mom would be for my mom. But my grandmother is like is like my mother to me. I've been with her forever, and my mom's always been in the picture, too, but it's always been me and my grandmother. It's always like I think of my grandmother as being my mother. She's really the special person in your life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is neat. You know, that's an interesting question. Um, when I was growing up, my parents differentiated from a, one grandfather from another, not grandmothers, which was interesting because we called both of them grandma, but the grandfathers. One was grandpa and the other one was pop. I don't know how or why pop came into the picture, but that's what we called 
my my one grandfather. Baldwin, did you have special names for your grandparents? Nope. Um, I you know, I never knew neither of my grandfathers. <coughs> so uh, they were they were gone. Um, my grand my dad's dad was died in 1940, and my uh, my mom's dad died in 1959. So I never knew any of my grandfathers. Uh, huh? My grandmothers. Um, what's interesting, my grandma, my dad's mom. Was born in 1896. Wow. And my uh, my mom mom born in 1912. So there was there was an age difference between those two. Um, but no, there was always uh always grandmother. And uh, we uh, we I grew up living three blocks away from my grandmother, my mom's mom. Mm-hmm. And that's the house I live in now. And my uh, my my mom my dad's mom lived with my aunt. Uh, so we we saw them a lot, but we mm. we always saw them grandmothers. Mm. That's how we did it here. Hmm. Maybe later people would call in and tell us what names they knew their grandparents from, not aunts and uncles or moms and dads, but actual grandparents. Did you have special names other than grandma and grandfather for for your grandparents? Kim, are you doing something special with um with your mom and dad? Yeah, we uh, today we were going to have her uh, her birthday dinner today, and uh, she wanted a steak on the grill. So we're going to since Bill had to work today, we switched it for tomorrow. And today uh, I took her out. We went to Cheddar's and we had lunch, and then we got her nails done. And then she likes having her nails done. We don't do it so often, so we had that. And then we have a surprise. To- I'm taping this, by the way, so I will tell them what we're going to do, and then I'll make sure I turn it down when we get to this part. Uh, Thursday, we're going to go on a um, a boat ride, like a two-hour cruise on the lake. I guess that's what you call it. And you can take snacks or you can bring your own alcohol, but we're going to take lemonade and have, like, cookies or um, cheese bites or something, uh-huh. like um, 7 to 9 Thursday evening. And then um, Friday, I'm not sure what we're going to do. I'm trying to think of something to do every day. Uh, Saturday, we're all going to get together and um, be Chris. And if Leonard's feeling well, be Leonard and Delana from Dallas. And um, Mike and uh, hopefully Mitch and Christy, we're going to get to um, sort of meet up at um, El Phoenix Mexican restaurant here in Dallas and have a little surprise birthday party for Bet. We already got a, a special cake ordered for her. And she doesn't know anything about that. We're going to do that Saturday. Wow, you're going to have every listener on your doorstep when it's a birthday time. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I figured this is a special one, so we got to do something special. Then this, that movie that they've been advertising, uh, Cats versus Dogs or whatever it's called, it's really cute. thought that opens Friday, and I thought about taking her to see that on Friday, but I think that's a sequel, so I think maybe uh, we'll try to rent the first one, and maybe we can watch that on Friday then. And then um, I got to do my get my weekend programming done. I'll do that Friday since we won't be here Thursday, so we'll be here at the house. And then I'm trying to say, well, I have to stay at the house because I'm doing something Thursday, but I'm not telling her what I'm doing, so I have to do be sneaky about it. And then that way, I figured we can maybe have a little cookout or something Friday and have that movie because she's like me; she loves cats and dogs, and I figure she'll get a kick out of that movie. That's but um, so neat. She's going to be exhausted by the time you get finished with her. Oh, yeah, and she stopped having birthdays a long time ago. Whenever somebody asked me how old she is, of course, I'd blurt out that she's 90, and she turns her head real slow and looks at me, and she says, I'm 39. 
Oh, <laughs> just like Jack Benny. And then we call them unbirthdays. So for on her birthday cake, I put happy unbirthday. <laughs> so she's going to get a kick out of that when she sees that because we don't call them birthdays anymore. So it's unbirthdays. <laughs> So she's not listening tonight. This, when she hears the tape, that'll be the first time she knows that Ron played "Happy Birthday" for her. Right. Uh, and yeah, I listened to when Ron played. He's wonderful. Uh, he's, he's a professional musician. Oh, it's wonderful. Thank oh, you so much, Ron. I couldn't believe how great it sounded. I knew he was good because I've heard you guys talk about it and Bill had talked about it, but I don't think I've ever heard him play. I couldn't believe it. I know, I know. When I say professional musician, Ron, um, that just isn't big enough to describe the work that you do and the and the art that you put into what you do. It's just wonderful. He sent a couple of CDs to me, and I know he sent a couple to Walden. And it is just such a joy to listen to them. Oh, it's wonderful. And I, since I guess I, I backed out of doing the live show, I won't get my um, my uh, free round-trip airline ticket to Hawaii, and I guess I can't count this as doing the live show. So well, maybe you, next but, time if I don't back out, I can get my free Because I said it'll cost him a free airline ticket if I do the show, one, because Bill wasn't going. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? But you get you get to you you just so happen because you're a brand new caller to Patricia and Walden. Patricia can put a dot on her map. Not only oh. can I put another dot on my map, I can send you a CD, and I just know, Kim, that I've got something that you would like. There was, what what do you think I might have that you like? Uh, probably Phil Harris. Or you don't have enough Phil Harris. Well, I never get enough Phil Harris, but I like, um, you have all kinds of stuff? He does. Yeah. Oh, well, I like um, um, pop shows, like, um, you know, Dragnets. We don't have a whole lot of Dragnets. I have, the, like, the early years of Dragnets, the first couple years I got from first generation. Huh? I don't have a lot of Dragnet shows. Oh, I got I have any oh. Dragnet. I love Dragnet. Got loads of Dragnets. All right, I love Oh, let me tell you a funny story. Now I'm monopolizing your show after I said I'm too sick to do it. I think I lied, but I did. It's just my pain pill kicked in. <laughs> um, we were camping last summer, and I took um, Dragnets with us. And I was listening in the trailer, and we were, we were, I think Bill had already fallen asleep, and the lights were all out, and I was listening to this Dragnet show. And I was so into the, sh the program that... They were in the uh, squad room, and they, you know how they talk. Uh -huh. got, they got into the cop car and were driving along, and I was thinking, boy, wonder how they got the microphones in the car. <laughs> and, and then I'm like, boy, that's really my good. And I'm like, well, for God's sake, is this a radio show? But I was so into the show, and I, and I believed it so much. I believed it was actually cops. <laughs> And I laughed so hard. I had to rewind. I had to uh, rewind it and listen to it all over again. <laughs> wow, that that is a that is a good show when it can absorb you so much that <laughs> you you really think they're doing something wild outside the studio. Yeah, but it was so funny. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I just didn't realize I was so into the show so much as I was. I mean, I laughed and laughed, and I think I will go up them, but it's so funny. I've heard of that happening, but it never happened to me. But yeah. that show, it's so easy to get you, though. It, and it's easier to do that when you're first waking up and you have the sense of time and place, especially because... I was awake. I never even woke up. I mean, I never fell asleep. I was listening. Oh, you were wide awake? Yeah. I was waiting to fall asleep. Then then we can't give you an excuse. <laughs> no, that's it. That's, I mean, 
I was wide awake listening. That's why I just got so into it. <laughs> it was like it was um, like I think the first year of the show. I don't even remember which one. It was um, like the uh, fourth or fifth show of the series when they were kind of really gritty at the beginning. But it was so good. I never had that happen before. I thought that was so funny. And, no, I was wide awake. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even, wasn't even sleepy or nothing. I mean, it was funny. Fun stuff. Well, then, are you able to turn Kim down in my ear a uh-huh. little bit? Yep, I'll turn, I'll turn you down. Yeah. Okay, thanks. I forget, you're not the Frank Brzee level on the board. I have to put you I'm, down. I'm not the Frank Brzee level. You know, you're, you're down <laughs> here. Kim, um, I have a, a proposition for you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, you can have both Phil Harris and Dragnet if you tell me which Christmas show is your favorite. Which e- episode on any show is your favorite Christmas show? Um, I like the, uh, I think probably when Jack Benny was Santa Claus. Uh, actually, I don't know if it's the same episode or not, when Remley saw um, Santa Claus as the girls. Bill and Alice saw Santa Claus. Oh, yes. That was so great. And then Remley just sort of had like just a childlike innocence. You never thought he would. He actually saw Santa Claus. Uh-huh. My favorite. It was like, you don't see him? Of course yeah. he's there. Yeah. Yeah, and he talked. It was just such a, it was his voice, but he just sort of had like a child sound to his voice while he was talking. It was still the adult sounding one, but it was just, it was just such a neat show. I haven't heard that one for a good while either. Okay. Well, when I send you Phil Harris shows, the ones that I have, I have about 100. Um, that one is in there, so you're absolutely sure to have that one. And I know the Jack Benny one is in there. My favorite Phil Harris is when they went out to cut the Christmas tree for the town. Mm-hmm. And Remley got dressed up in electric underwear or, you know, I mean, he had battery-operated everything. He was the only one who was warm. And I believe he set his clothes on fire. <laughs> it was a wonderful one. If you have, have you heard that one? I don't think I have. I mean, I have a bunch of them. I put them on and I play them, and I don't think I even listen to a lot of them. I don't even know if I have all of them or not. And some of the ones I have aren't good quality. I thought they weren't or not. Well, I'm not sure about the quality of all of these, but I did find some extra ones just about a month ago, so I added to what I already had, and this one is absolutely in there. So I will send you Phil Harris, and I'll put a note in there which one is the town square Christmas tree, and that's the one I'd like you to listen to first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love listening to Christmas shows any time of year. I love listening to Christmas music any time, especially in the summer. And I'm so excited when it starts, you know, fall when they start playing it. Uh-huh. I'm, I love to listen to a Christmas show. So as soon as I get it, I'll listen. I so, Walden, I listen to Christmas music all year. So hearing it is not out of step with who I am. I listen to it all the time. Just <laughs> plug me in. Yeah. I- yeah, I like how you guys started the show tonight, too, with the Christmas. I was down there um, waiting for you guys to get on to make sure everything was okay because Bill, I felt bad. Bill was down there getting the board all ready for me and Bet and putting a mic down there that Bet could work, and her and I were going to share one, and I was sitting there to make sure. We had checked it and everything, made sure everything was okay before he left, and I was just making sure, too, that everything was still okay. And when that music came on, I heard Phil, her Bing Crosby. I'm like, good. <laughs> <laughs> Never have too much Bing Crosby music, either. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let me kind of rectify the situation. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Oh, good. 
Well, I'll let you guys go. I just wanted to um, thank you, everybody, and I just feel bad that we didn't get on here tonight like we had talked and talked about doing, but I just didn't feel good today. Well, you know what? And what we need to do now, Kim, when you're feeling up to on a Saturday night, if we don't have a guest, you ought to make a surprise guest appearance with Patricia and I one night. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, Trish, I don't know about your partner, but you sound pretty fun on the radio, so <laughs> I don't know about that Walden character yet. Sounds like he needs some work, <laughs> some more practice. Say that, were you asking me a question? I missed a couple of words. No, I said, I don't know about your partner, that Walden character. I said, but you sound pretty good on the radio. I think Walden needs some more practice. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. I'll I'll talk to Walden after the show. Explainer. <laughs> That's funny. Walden yeah. is my buddy, and he lets me come out and play on Saturday nights. And this is the first time I've ever been on during the week, so we're probably doing a good job of confusing people tonight. Well, I think you did a good job when that you guys put on that Christmas music. It's probably like, huh? But probably already. But if they, if anybody knows your show, you got they probably figured out oh, that's just them. So yeah. I didn't think much of it. But I told Walden, you guys will probably get a different audience tonight than you do on Saturday night. So you'll get maybe get some more listeners. That, and that would be great. Yeah, so we'll be taking calls tonight too, and and reassuring people that we're really neat to talk with. Honest. We try to be. Kim, you're supposed to say, yeah, you are. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> cue card fell down. I couldn't read it upside down. I had to reach down and get it. <laughs> My cue card are the right answer. <laughs> but, um, no, more, next time you fill in during the week, if Trish is available, you ought to get her on. I know. I, 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 I'm, I hope you're right. You know, her, her price goes up the more and more she does it. So we're going to have to put more money in the budget. That's just all I need Yeah, there do. you go. Yeah. I want more zeros in my paycheck. I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can help Yeah, I can help you with all the zeros you need. You'll get as many as I get. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of zeros. So well. Uh, we'll all do it for a good cause. You bet. Uh-huh. I think, tell yeah. me one more story about Beck, Kim. Tell me how, in, in a way, he's really directly responsible for you to fall in love with the art of radio. Oh, um, my grandfather passed away in uh, 1973, and I don't know prior to that if that listened to uh, talk radio much at all. Probably not. Then after he died, he died about a week before my birthday. Uh, my birthday is December 1st. He died Thanksgiving weekend in 73. And uh, I lived with her and my mom, and then my mom moved out, and so I spent a lot of time with my grandmother, so she'd put on the radio all the time and have talk radio so it wasn't so lonely in there. So I grew up listening to a lot of talk radio, and they'd have different um, snippets of radio shows and old songs and just odds and ends like that. And uh, I just would hear bits and pieces, and I started to really like it, like Jack Benny and, and uh, Burns and Allen, like the real popular ones I'd hear a lot of, none of these other shows, you know, like um, – mystery shows it was just a real popular comedian they you know play just for you know some fill i guess and uh i'd hear that and i really got interested in it and then then talk radio too and then i remember she in fact she still listens to talk radio and that's what she's in there listening to now she falls asleep at seven o'clock she puts her talk radio on. no actually three o'clock in the afternoon she'll put her talk radio on it's on all all night until the morning but um my first job because of hearing that radio, the uh, talk radio and then hearing the snippets of the radio shows, my first job, my paycheck, I cashed it, and I went and bought a bunch of radio shows. 
and I don't remember what company it is, but you remember when they put out a radio show, it was a 30-minute show on one tape. It was 15 minutes on both sides. Yep, Medicom. That's it. Yep. In fact, I still have a lot of those tapes. Remember, yep. you get halfway through and it'd say, turn it over to side B. Like, you would no, not know that you're only halfway through a program. But that was my first paycheck when all to buy all these radio shows. And I remember when I came home, I woke her up and I kept playing all these. And one of them, my first show I remember I bought was when, um, and it probably wasn't even a complete show. It may have been, but it was uh, when W.C. Fields drank a glass of water. Remember that was such a big show for a big deal for a while, him and his water. But but um, that's how I got into it. I would just hear bits and pieces, and when I bought my own shows, and then and then just hearing the full shows and then exploring what else was available. And that's how I got into it. And gotcha. then she is always listening to radio shows, and I'm so glad she's living here with us now because all the time she's been down here, she wasn't able to listen to the programs we put on because there was no way to get the sound to her, and she doesn't want a computer. She said, I, don't, I wouldn't have one in the house, and a lot of times I don't blame her. You know, computers can be a pain in the butt. Yep. And then now it's, we worked it out to where she can have, she can just turn the speaker on in her room, and she can hear the uh, our station 24 hours a day if she wanted to. So she's finally able to enjoy the shows. So I'm glad she's finally able to listen to them. And uh, she, a lot of the shows, like Ma Perkins and that, she remembers when her mother used to listen to them. Wow. I know I probably got off the subject. No, that's why I wanted you to talk about, because I... Because uh, I was thinking, because, you know, people may or may not know that Kim and her grandmother are from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, you know, 90 years ago, Kim, was 1920, and one of the very first big breaks in radio happened in Pittsburgh in, in 1920 when they announced the presidential election over KDKA out of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, Katie, yeah, she used to, up until she left, uh, actually, she lived in Pittsburgh, actually a suburb called Catanning, Pennsylvania, and uh, she listened to KDKA for years until she moved to Harrisburg, and then we lost, we couldn't get, because the mountains between Pittsburgh and Harrisburg, she couldn't get that station, but she could get her sister station, which was WBZ in Boston, Hmm. she could hear that. That would came down the coast with no problem, so she could hear that at night. And that was the station I believe she listened to when I would hear all the old radio show snippets. Wow. Way, wow. way back when. Terrific. Yeah. That's it. All right. I said, I lived with her for, you know, forever. Yep. Yeah, but probably wasn't for my grandmother. Who knows how I would have turned out. That's true. <laughs> yeah, she, she's very calming and, and uh, smart. She's little. She's, um, she's. About four nine now, and she's lucky if she weighs ninety pounds wet, you know. But she, you know, she can just give you the what I call the Betty look, you know, and you know, make you just <laughs> feel miserable. You know how your parents have these looks, like you know, you just uh-huh. that look and you're like, and you just kind of sink into the floor. So she'll shut me up with that look. <laughs> well, also even today, also I do I know the look? My mother's name was Betty, uh, so I, yeah. I know what the Betty look is. Yeah, and it's just real simple, but she when she turns that head and just gives that look, it's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know, you went too far. Even somebody that small, you know, it's just funny. And another thing they do together, they cook wonderful meatball and spaghetti together. I guess what, oh, Beth, yeah. has, Beth has a special recipe that Kim doesn't really know. No, every time we make it, I make the sauce, and I have to ask her. Well, she makes the sauce, I make the meatballs, I'm constantly asking her what's in it. Because I never remember, and then and then last couple times I put the stuff in, but she tells me what to do. But it's like a two-day deal. We mix it all up and cook it Saturday, 
usually the day before. It's usually on a Saturday, and then we warm it up and let it cook several hours on Sunday. In fact, we just had that not too long ago, Walter, just That's weeks ago. Wow. The time you were here, I think we made it. That's when you laid on the couch and slept while we made the spaghetti uh -huh. meatballs, you lazy thing. Yeah, I know. Well, I just said, uh, I just said, you, I said, well, uh, I have the tough job. I just laid on the couch. Yeah. And went to the house, cook in the kitchen. Yeah. And slept and snored. But as long as you keep us, keep us in C's candy, that's okay. Ah, uh, yes. And you'll that's get, what, you'll get When he comes to visit Trish, I always want to make sure he has that candy with him. I just help him unpack looking for the candy. That's his entry ticket? That's it. That two-pound box. You better have it. Smart lady. Yeah. That's good stuff because it was funny. Usually we have, well, when John's usually here, when he's here, so when Bill and Walden are doing the show, John and I will open the box up, put it on the table, and start eating the candy before Bill and Walden get off the air. We eat the candy, pick out all the good stuff. Uh, <laughs> good yeah. stuff. John is in the chat room right now. Oh, tell John hi. Yeah, he's I coming down in October. <laughs> Oh, you want me to type it? Oh, I can do that. Oh, that's right. He's listening. That's right. I forgot. He can hear. John from Kim. Okay. He just did his radio is just, you know, so something new to me. This. <laughs> yeah, you're on the wrong end tonight. Hear me. Yeah, it's kind of... I forgot. Here. It feels odd, doesn't it? Color. Yeah. Well, let me get off and let you guys go on about your business. I just wanted to thank everybody and just apologize for not being there. And tell Ron again how great that sounded. That was wonderful. I can't wait to play that tape tomorrow for bed. Oh, she's going to love it. I agree. Yeah, that was great. And so I'll tell, and just when Ron, don't worry about the, the um, Hawaii ticket. I'm sure there'll probably be another time I'll be roped into doing the show, and I'll expect the Hawaii ticket then. He didn't sound too eager to follow through with that. <laughs> no, he didn't, did he? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think we're going to have to plan to do this another way. Yeah. <laughs> And then Bill thought he was invited. I said, I didn't ask for a ticket for you. No, 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 no. Maybe we'll even leave Walden home and make it a girl thing. Yeah, that would be great. I like that. Yeah. But that would leave Ron out, so maybe we better not. <laughs> well, well, that's it, true. It could be Ron can make sure he can arrange for our arrival when we get to the airport for our transportation, and that way we won't really leave him out. Well, no, no. We'll need him until we're ready to leave. It, it, it could be an all-girl trip, but you guys could have, uh, you guys could have music, though. That's true. We'll yeah. have have, um, I think I think we need more of Ron in this. Uh, yeah, we'll have to plan this very carefully. Yeah, that's true. We don't want to be too rude. <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty neat person. If you've just yeah, and Ron is our listener from Hawaii. He is the person who represents that part of the world, and uh, he called in earlier and played "Happy Birthday" plus "Let Me Call You Sweetheart" for. Kim's Mama Bet for Betty Lewis, who is 90 years old today, 39 actually, I guess. And happy birthday from all of us. Great. I'll bet I'll let you. I'll put, let um let, let you guys know how Bet reacts to the tape. I know she's gonna like it. Oh, that's great. Perfect. Please when, do that. Uh, yeah, Bill will be on tomorrow night, so I'll, uh, let's get you on there and let you guys know. Sounds great. Okay. Good. Well, I'll let everybody go, and I'm glad I got to talk to you guys. We love you, Kim. I'm really happy that we got to say hi, Kim. Yeah. Talk to you soon. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, buddy. There she is, the uh, lady that runs the station, everybody. And she called us. And you can call us, too. 714-545-2071 on number. 714-545-2071. It is Christmas time in July. That's why we play a little Christmas music. And we play... 
Christmas trivia, or it, we also love you to give us a call. Patricia has a map that she loves to put little dots around. Um, when please. Patricia gets a call from a new person, Patricia gets to put a dot on her map. Walden has let out my secret. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know, Patricia, hmm? you can send Kim a membership card now. That's right. Oh, gosh, I have to send her a card, and Bill wanted a card, too. Thank you, Lucy. Lucy started a fan club for us, and um, anybody who wins a CD automatically gets a card, a membership card, along with the CD. And the rule is um, you don't even have to earn a CD. A new caller, a brand-new caller who has never talked with Walden and me before, gets to call and automatically gets a CD. If you call as a new caller, you get a CD, and if you answer a trivia question, you get a second CD. Now, how can you, how can you not get a deal like that? Ah, this is great. Which means I have trivia questions, and I have one for Walden. Uh, Are you with me? There's good news tonight. <laughs> Thanks to Finster, who is one of our family who frequently pops into the chat room. Poor Walden is subject to at least one hard question each Saturday night, which is our Fibber show. It starts at 10.30, and it goes forever. So whether you're going to bed or getting up, we're always there on Saturday nights. Um, my assignment was to find a hard question for Walden because, of course, you know, Walden is our encyclopedia, and I can ask him the most obscure questions. And he will say, oh, sure, I know the answer to that. I think I have stumped you twice. And one time was with the outrageous question very recently. It might have been this week or last week. Um, was what was the name of Paul Revere's horse? Yes. Now, that's how far you have to go to stump Walden. <laughs> yeah, ha, ha, ha. Uh. <laughs> so uh. poor Patricia <laughs> is out there still working, yep. trying to find questions. But here's the one I came up with tonight. And I couldn't think of a reason not to do it tonight, even though it's typically a Saturday <laughs> night. I think any time we get together, Walden should be my victim. I true. That is true. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, my dear. What do you have for me? We are going to be talking about Ma Perkins. Terrific. Who, that was what I would consider an unbelievably successful radio soap opera. It ran for 27 years. Went from 1930? From 1933 to 1960. Right. I cannot imagine this down-home, folksy, um, almost tugboat Annie-type character Thriving until the 1960s. Correct. I, I got those dates correct, didn't I? Yep, November 25th, 1960, the very last show. Now, if anybody thinks that I'm going to stump Walton with a question about Ma Perkins after that comment, <laughs> <laughs> silly me. Okay, Here, here's your question. Mm -hmm. Ma Perkins owned and ran a business. What yep. was the business? A lumber mill. This is terrible. It was a lumber yard. You're right. Yep, yep. I have to go back and do a better job. Did anybody else know it was a lumber yard? 714-545-2071. Did anybody else know what Ma Perkins did? Uh, played by Virginia Payne, who played it for the entire run. She never missed any episode. Uh, you know, they might rewrite it for her to go on vacation to Europe. Um, and what? Famous old-time radio personality, this was her favorite show. 
Do you know that, Patricia? What? what? Say that again, please. What well-known old-time radio performer Yeah. was a big fan of Maul Perkins. <laughs> I had to go to John Bunning, Gunning's book to find a Maul Perkins question. My goodness, let me think. Um, Virginia Gregg. Nope, somebody close and dear to your little your little heart. The closest and dearest would be Marion Jordan. Correct. <gasps> she loved Ma Perkins. Yes, and what she did, what she did actually one time, when the show was in was the show was in Chicago, she went down to vi to visit with Ma Perkins. Oh, and how she, sweet! And she was really surprised. that she enjoys the show so much. Correct. Wow. Yes. The show started from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh-huh. Uh, and then eventually, you know, hit, I guess, Chicago and then New York. And um, Virginia Payne was known as a terrific pen pal. If you wrote, any of her fans wrote to her, she wrote back. Wow. She was a terrific, in fact, people, I have interviews of people reminiscing that's what she did all the time, was to write letters once she was in rehearsals or just downtime. She wrote people back. What a nice thing. Yes. I mean, you talk about building allegiance and an audience and an adoring following. That's the way to do it. In fact, on her last show, she gave out her home, ad she gave out her home address for people to write to her. Her home address? Yes. It was a farm. And uh, I think Massachusetts or somewhere. Oh my gosh! I hope she had a bulldog. I, <laughs> but no, she just she loved writing to people. Bless her heart. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, seven one four five four five two zero seven one. If you have a question to stump Walden and you do it, you get a CD from me because <laughs> I'm I'm batting out here. I do not have a very good batting average. Um, it's based on how many hits per thousand tries. <laughs> I think I'm at two. <laughs> I did not do a good job. Two and, times. And uh, who who was a long-term sponsor? Anybody else? To tell me who was who was Ma Perkins' long-term sponsor for years and years. Uh, what 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 product? Patricia loved products, and so that should give you a clue. No, it shouldn't. And in fact. It's an interesting, the announcer, uh, I forget, I have to pull the tape, I think it's Charlie Lyons. The, or it might be Charles Warren, I have to look it up. Um, the sponsor of Maul Perkins fell in love with the announcer's name. And so once the announcer with the real name left, every announcer for many, many years who came in to, to had to use that name. Sort of an interesting oh. twist of, uh, uh, of uh, what Maul Perkins... Maul Perkins was also one of the very few radio shows that were heard on two separate networks at the same time. You know, in other words, they would go to NBC uh -huh. and do an episode, and then a few hours later, go to CBS and do another episode. I knew that. Yeah. See? See? Only because I looked in John Dunning's book today, trying to find 
a question to stump you. Uh, I'm going to go to the really esoteric files for the next time. Shows that nobody, including the angels, ever heard of. Hello there, Carl. You're on with Patricia. It was Oxido. That's absolutely correct. Oxido presents Mom. Oh, well, my gosh. Here he is. Gotta, I gotta go to work. I just not going. All right, Ron. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> he is just remarkable. He comes up with answers and they just pop out. You've got some competition, Walter. I know I do. In fact, one thing that I think Jim suggested, Patricia, and I think it's great. Um, hello, sad. Uh, this Thanksgiving weekend will be the 50th anniversary when all the soap operas disappeared on radio. Oh, yes. And Jim suggests, and I love the idea, there are three surviving cast members on those soap operas that are still with us today. Uh-huh. Uh, he suggested, and I think we will do it, is go interview them and reminisce what were the last days of radio like. That would be fabulous. It was 1962. What was what was the date? Well, I'm thinking of the soap opera. So it'll be November 25th, 1960. So we're on. 1960. I'm sorry. That's yeah. right. So we're on the 50th anniversary, and the three people we're, we're talking about: Peg Lynch, of course, a uh, couple next door fame. Uh, you know, her show went off the air off CBS that day. Uh-huh. Terry King, who was uh, second Miss Burton. And Rosemary Rice, who had a character on one of the shows uh, that day. So we thought, talked to them and also talked to Jim Cox, who is the authority of radio show operas. That would be great yeah. to be able to talk with Jim Cox. Absolutely. And if you could get one, two, or all three. Right. Do you know if they are well? Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, you know, I talked to Peg a few months ago. and That I, one I know, yeah. She and, was wonderful. She was wonderful. And Rosemary Rice uh, lost her husband again. Was she good? I talked to Ker- Terry Keene a few years ago when Frank and I produced a old-time radio recreation uh, in New Jersey, and three years ago, I had Terry King be part of the cast. So, huh? uh, so I think there's a pretty good chance we can pull that off. So, something we'll try. That sounds super. Super Absolutely duper. Absolutely super. Boy, did I bomb. I hope somebody calls in with a question for you. Well, if Marshaling not. Marshaling the troops tonight. Please call in with a question for Walden that will stump him. And it's going to have to be a rough question. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one, and if you like what you're hearing tonight, Walden and I get together on Saturday nights. This is a brand new experience for me. Walden frequently shows up during the week, but I've never, I've never had a chance to come out and play during the week. So this is my, this is my first time that I that I can come out and play. But I did do some homework, Walden. I know. Just what the audience, you better get your calls in. We're going to be on for about another thirty-seven minutes. You know. It, Normally, Patricia and I stretch out and relax and lay on the floor and play with everybody throughout the whole night. Uh, but because it's just a weeknight, we're going to be on until midnight. So if you want to talk to us, you got about another 37 minutes or so. What do you got for me, Patricia? Well, first, um, what I'd really like to hear, if we can do this, we're, we're doing the Christmas theme because Walden has Christmas in July every year. And it is wonderful. Um, it was suggested by Lynn Noyes, who is our Tape 15 DJ. And Walden picked up with it and ran it down to the goal line like it was a football. And every July, he celebrates Christmas for the entire month. So 
um, here I am. I'm celebrating Christmas with Walden, which is fine with me because I wish it happened three times a year instead of just two. Maybe you could help with that, Walden. Oh, yes. If you haven't told, anyway, you, you have... um, that means that I've got some Christmas questions tonight for trivia. We play trivia on Saturday nights. We are playing trivia tonight for a single correct answer, and I will even give you more than one question if, you, if you're uncomfortable with the first one I give. But um, call, we'll play trivia, and if you can answer one question, you get a CD. I uh, have Christmas CDs of music and Christmas shows, and we can negotiate others if those aren't <laughs> acceptable. 714-545-2071. And the question I have, actually I have two. I want a favorite Christmas tradition, favorite song, favorite Christmas show, like uh, I asked Kim. Kim has one from Phil Harris and Alice Faye. Or do you or did your family include customs from other countries in Christmas or holiday celebrations? And yeah. that speaks to what I did for homework, Walden. What did he do, my dear? Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, that's good. You're always ready. This is good. At least I always have an audience of one. That's true. At least one. That's so, right. Oh, no, I've got um, Lucy always, always listens, too, and Chad is listening, and underscore Bill, this is very good. Um, you sent me out to find out how Santa Claus appears in other countries. Right. And that's what prompted my question. If you have a Christmas tradition or did you have a custom that your family included in your Christmas celebrations, I would love to hear about it. So I picked Russia. In Russia, now, obviously I, I am language challenged. I don't speak a second language and certainly um, uh, I'm going to murder Russian. But it looks like the name is pronounced Ded Moroz, D-E-D. M-O-R-O-Z. And that is the, uh, it's loosely translated, that's the Russian term that is translated to Grandfather Frost in English. I thought that was pretty cool. I never knew that. Well, wow. we got Grandfather Frost, okay? Right. Um, now, we've, uh, he is, when he makes his rounds for uh, Christmas presents, he is accompanied by a snow maiden. Not an elf, but a snow maiden. I cannot pronounce her name. I will type it out for anyone who would like to send an email to me at floridawriter at hotmail.com. Um, and he, he and the snow maiden show up, and they bring presents to the children to place under the New Year's tree, not the Christmas tree, but the New Year's tree. When a tree goes up in the town square, it's called a New Year's tree, even if people choose to celebrate Christmas in Russia and have a tree as part of that celebration. Um, when I say Christmas, I mean a December 25th Christmas, which is not um, always done. Uh, it's called a New Year's tree. So the presents go under a New Year's tree. In, um, in his travels, I really did the whole route here, Walden. He travels. Sa our Santa travels by, by sleigh that flies. Yeah. Grandfather Frost travels in a sleigh drawn by three horses on the ground, and it's called a troika. It's a sled drawn by three horses that are harnessed, and they, they stand one beside each other, almost like, I, I guess, the Clydesdales. We periodically see uh, more than two horses standing side by side. Um, and it, the troika is the, the old traditional sled that has um, passenger 
seats would, that allow you to bundle up in furs and heavy clothes. So that's my story. No, I and, love that. That's... Yeah, Grandfather Frost leaves presents under a tree, but it is called a New Year's tree. Wow. And uh, he travels with a maiden, a snow maiden, a which snow... I think is charming. So I will find more traditions and more customs for Saturday, but that's a taste of what we will have on Saturday. Terrific. Yep. I have a correction on my <laughs> my snow frost okay. recipe. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it, it was correct. It just left out a word that, uh, remember I scratched my head and said, glue. Yep. This can't be right. Um, the, the recipe for uh, creating a mixture that you can paint on trees for flocking to make your Christmas tree look like snow, and you can also use it in your windows to do the the frosty look in the corners of your windows. People use shaving cream and Elmer's white glue. At first I thought, white glue? What does white glue look like? It's in the white bottle with the the pointed applicator top that you find everywhere, including drugstores. Yep, that's what we buy. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's the white glue, Elmer's white glue. So you mix uh, shaving foam, uh, the foam from shaving cream with Elmer's white glue, and you use a little bit more shaving cream than glue, and you beat it with a mixer. You know, you actually beat it mm-hmm. until you can peak it like you would a meringue for a lemon meringue pie. And you take a paintbrush and you apply it to your windows or your tree, and that's how you do it. Which I think is just terrific. Um, it's nice if you can find an unscented shaving cream. Otherwise, your tree is going to smell like Gillette for the whole season. But or, or, or I think five. that's pretty cool. You can do this at home. Certainly, is a lot less expensive than buying Christmas stuff that sprays all over the place that you can actually paint on. So that's a pretty cool deal. Then Elmer's glue is nice because it's so you know if you let it harden, then it's um stick together. I mean you know I mean it's a put a whole big glob on it, uh, it's pretty cool to have. Uh Uh-huh. Well, one of the neat things that uh, I found about this is that the glue is safe, it's non-toxic, and it's water-soluble, so you are not going to live with white glue and stuff on your windows for the rest of the year. You can actually wash it off. That's amazing. Yeah, I like that. That's amazing. So... That's my contribution to Christmas decorations well, in July. Well, I guess we'll know how you're going to decorate your, your, uh, your what, Christmas tree. Well, I? Yes. Oh, good night, nurse. I'm going to give it a bath and lights this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to go out there and spray lights. <laughs> I, I think that's the first step toward winning a prize. <laughs> yes? I think you're absolutely Sounds like a plan right. to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Absolutely. 714-545. 2071. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. I'll be back on here Thursday night, picturing for Bill Bragg. Uh, I will run an interview that I did with the legendary singer Joe Stafford. Uh, we had her in around uh, 2000. And she, you heard her, she was the one that you just heard at the top of the show saying Happy Holidays. That was her. One of the legendary voices of old time radio and music. And so we're going to run that interview Thursday night. Well, maybe Patricia will come join me. One way or another, we'll have a good time. Frank Brzee, uh, will be with me. Will be with me on Friday. We'll run an interview that he did with Charles Flynn, who is Jack Armstrong, the All American Boy. Wow! 
And then on Saturday, Patricia has lined up a wonderful guest for us. The one and only Wayne Shirey is back on Yesterday USA, at least for one night. And he'll be Patricia's very special guest on Saturday night. On Saturday night at 10.30. Mm-hmm. Wayne Shiree was the conductor on the A-Train. That was the name of his show on Yesterday USA. And um, he did a remarkable piece of work by integrating bits of old-time radio shows into his radio show and actually having conversations on the tape with personalities from radio shows. And one I remember uh, so well is Red Skelton. He had Red Skelton in there and Jack Benny and, oh, my goodness, I don't know how many. So he's going to be an awful lot of fun to listen to and to talk with. So uh, please, when you listen to us on Saturday night at 1030 Eastern, be prepared to call and ask Wayne some questions. It's an awful lot of fun, and uh, I know he'll enjoy hearing from you. I have some questions. Tell Can we ask some questions? Please do. Walden? Yes, my dear? Am I alone? No. I know sometimes you go silent on me, and I think I'm out here talking to my computer screen. <laughs> Are you, can you hear me now? Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, of course. Okay. I wasn't too sure. Well, you just hadn't said anything. Oh. You kind of went silent <laughs> on me. Well, that's why I thought, well, I thought I did, but maybe you didn't. That's why I rehooked my microphone back together, figuring that might have been the problem. So. Oh, you're a good person. I thought you went for a snack. No. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't do that with Patricia. You, I, you don't do that with Patricia. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> no, a very no. good person. Yeah, okay, I, we've I, got some easy questions and some hard questions. Easy question. In the song Deck the Halls, what are the halls being decked with? That's question number one. Deck the and halls. question number two mm-hmm. deals with the song The Twelve Days of Christmas. In the twelve days of Christmas, how many swans were swimming? How many swans were swimming? Right. And in Deck the Halls, what were the halls decked with? The number is 714-545-2071. And if you answer one of those questions, I will send you a CD, which is pretty nifty, with either old-time radio shows, I've got Christmas shows, Christmas music, good stuff. And I have your song all queued up if you want me to use that. Yes, I do. We're oh. giving you a head start on this. Hello, Dick. Hello, Dick. Welcome out the 12 days of Christmas for us. So if you listen, all of the answers are in the song. Hello, there, Carl. You're on with Patricia. Uh, is this the Patricia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one associated with Yesterday USA, so I guess that means I'm V. And, of course, it's... Uh, the only Walden, too, right? That's true. Only Walden. And who is what the only person What world are you guys with? doing here on uh, tonight? Well, well Ray, uh, we, we've is been... Ray? That's Ray. <laughs> oh, it didn't sound like you. Hi, Ray. Yeah, well, I'm calling you from Chicago yeah. now. Now, actually, didn't you look at your calendar today? It's really Saturday. It's not I, too... I got all confused. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I think we messed up a lot of people tonight. <laughs> but that's okay. Two Saturdays know? in one week is a wonderful thing. I know. That way it gives people three days off from work. <laughs> I, you know right. something I thought this was originally a tape? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. I was listening for some time, and then you said, well, 
Patricia is usually with me on Saturday. Uh-huh. I, I'm saying, you know, what's going on here? Uh-huh. I seldom <laughs> tune in during the week. I mean, I'll, I'll tune in once or twice uh-huh. uh, a week, uh, you know, just to see if there's any uh, celebrity okay. interviews right. or something like that. Right, right. Uh, but so it was a real pleasant surprise to hear you guys. Oh, by the way, uh, Ray, put this on your calendar. Uh-huh. Friday, August the 6th, I will have on live the famous golfer Don Cherry. Oh, for goodness sake. The famous guy who, for people who played in professional golf and also was a terrific singer. Oh, yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think uh, he made a, a few hits in the in the uh, in the fifties and sixties. Correct. His number one hit in nineteen fifty-five was "Band of Gold." Uh, uh, just want a little band of, of gold. gold. That's right. He also for people. Also for people who remember a TV commercial, he was the voice of Mister Clean. Oh, for goodness sake! So Don Cherry going to be on with me live. This, a week from Friday, so we're going to talk. That's um, that's going to be a delight. Yeah, we're going to talk about golf and music. Aha. So, you know, Ray is our in-house golfer who teaches <laughs> Patricia how to play golf once in a while. <laughs> it's the most fortunate thing that I could do for the golfing community is stay home. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, I think I deserve some kind of recognition for doing that for everyone in the golf community. Are you calling to play with us tonight? Well, yes, I'd like to. He um, wants to know why we're on tonight. Given wants... the opportunity, I'm not going to be shy, you know. Well, the reason why we're on tonight, Bill working, and originally Kim was going to, if she was up to it, she and her grandmother were going to be on with it because today, Kim's grandmother, it's birthday. Uh-huh. Ah, but it just wound up being Patricia and I. But Kim called in too, so that's what happened. Well, it's a delightful surprise, and I hope it happens more often. Well, thank you. Yeah. Now, if you say happy birthday to Mama Bet, her name is Betty Lewis, I will give you a question, and you'll go home with another CD. That's a good deal. Darn right, then. Happy birthday to you, Betty. Good. This is good. Okay, the questions. You have two questions. In the 12 days of Christmas, how many swans are swimming? And the second song is, in Deck the Halls, what are the halls decked with? Seven swans are swimming. Aren't you cool? I didn't think you'd get that one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I have such little faith. I am so sorry. <laughs> okay, and the other one was? The other one was uh, in Deck the Halls. What were the halls decked with? Halls of Holly. Balls of Holly, hallelujah. Balls of Holly, you got it. So I couldn't stump you tonight. I'm going to have to give you harder stuff. But wait, slow down now. <laughs> Every time you say that, I get a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Um, I will give you another one. I mean, I can't give you another CD, but if you want a harder one, I'll give you a harder one. But I'll try one. Pardon? I, I will try a hard one. Okay, it's a hard one. Who first recorded Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Um... Now, the easy answer would be Gene Autry. That's the hard answer. Right. The hard answer? That's the hard answer. Holy you did indeed. I get smarter every week. <laughs> See? You know, and you tell me I give you easy questions, and I don't. You just know the answers. Well, you know, I still think about that one where I guessed the price 
of um, of what Fibber, McGee, and Molly paid for their um, uh, uh, their raffle tickets. Raffle ticket, yes, for their home. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember uh, guessing that one. Does anybody remember uh, what that price was? Well, I do. Do how about Walden? I I can take a guess. He guessed right when I asked him the first time. Oh. Yeah, I know. He's, you know, he's so disappointing when you can't stick him with a question. I tried that, too. You know, I asked him a few, uh, uh, a month or two ago, and I stopped asking. <laughs> no, it's so frustrating. Wait, maybe during the week we can put our heads together, and um, we'll come up with a question for him. I, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for anybody who would like to email me with some help that Ray won't give to me uh, so that we can stump Walden with a question. Boo-hoo, boo Yeah, poor Walden. My email is floridawriter, F-L-O-R-I-D-A-W-R-I-T-E-R, floridawriter at hotmail.com. And Ray is going to help me with this. Um, what? CD would you like? What um, I've got Christmas shows and Christmas music, and there are other things I know that you like. What would you like? You know what I wanted uh, um, was the Christmas music. Okay. What What did I give you? Um, Amy Christmas. Week? Oh. Let me see. Right. Oh, the Christmas shows with Barry Moore. I've got that for you all done. And you want Christmas music? Music, yeah. Okay. I'm so glad we're doing this in the middle of the week because I get to open people's envelopes and put extra CDs in there. It's, I, it only cost me a 17-cent stamp instead of a five, so this is cool. Okay, Christmas music, you have it. And they're guaranteed to please. I made a whole bunch of different ones, and uh, if you don't like what you get, I'll replace it. How's that? Well, you know something, Patricia? You are the best of the best. Oh, you are so good to me, Ray. She is Santa Claus' biggest helper. <laughs> I can be the helper. Now, you know, I like that uh, that Christmas information, too, you know, about the Russians. Oh, you wouldn't oh that really? Good? Okay, well, I have. But, uh, I keep getting homework from Walden, so I'll have more on Saturday. If you're able to listen for a little bit on Saturday, I'll Yeah, I'll jump in more. on Saturday. You know, the weekends, I told you before, I spend in Wisconsin. It's about, oh, two hours from my home in Illinois. Uh-huh which is just outside of uh, Chicago. So uh, now that my computer is working. I mean, I didn't, so what, what state is Chicago in? Is Illinois outside of Chicago? What state is Chicago well, in? Well, I'm in, I'm actually in a suburb of Chicago. I'm in a western suburb. So, okay, but uh, I just thought you said that Chicago, I, the way I thought you faced that Chicago was not part of the state of Illinois, so I would get confused. Yeah, well... <laughs> I get confused, too. <laughs> I'm, lost. I'm lost on that one. I'm just going to sit here and mind my own business while, while the two of you figure out where Chicago well, you know, is, this, okay? I think this is a great idea for, you know, you guys to jump in from time to time during the week. Well, this is my this is my maiden voyage. I've never done this before. But yeah, Walden, it, Walden and Bill asked me if I could come out and play tonight, and I said, oh, boy, would I love to. So yeah. that's how come I'm here. So did you bring your pail and your sand and your shovel and everything? <laughs> and my beach bunny stuff? Sure. You know what's really intriguing about this? What? You're, Patricia, you're in Florida. Uh-huh. Walden, you're in California. Uh-huh. The center of the country in Illinois. And, and, and we're talking... And it's to, going through the station in Texas. <laughs> oh, through Texas. Yep. Uh-huh. Of it. Yep. Yeah, isn't that something? Te I think that's really unique. Technology is super. 
Oh, yes. It's super. You know. Absolutely. Well, listen, I don't want to, you know, uh, take up too much of your time. I just want to just uh, re, re uh, you were, state that you, I really enjoy you, hearing you, you guys. Baker, you got called to make sure we weren't on Memorex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, is this something new? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we are in the business tonight of confusing people. I'm so glad you told us we were a success, sir. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting my fan club uh, card, too. Oh, oh, it's in the envelope. It's in the envelope. Honest to goodness, it's there. Well, you know, you keep sending me these CDs. I'm going to have to send you some uh, some blank CDs. Well, you've, you've done that a couple of times, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Lynn Noyes is helping with the postage on these things, and... Um, you know, it, it's, I really appreciate it. I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. Nice well, good. from time to time, I'm going to continue to do that. Nice and I want you to know uh, I, I feel fortunate to be able to, uh, to listen to a program like this. I think it's a, it, it, it's a tremendous attribute to uh, recognizing the, uh, you know, the golden days of radio. I mean, this is, it was, and to me, it still is, you know, uh, uh, part of my uh, my enjoyment. So keep it up and uh, be assured I'll be there listening. Well, it's fun because of you and others who call in, and I keep encouraging newcomers or new family members to please call us too, but it, it wouldn't be nearly the fun without you and some of the others, all of the others who call, not some of them. Yeah, Thank you. It's our thank you to you. Thank you so much, too. Good night now. Good night, Bye. Ray. Thanks for calling, Ray. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How about that? We confuse people. We are confusing people. Bob Bro just came in, cruised into the chat room, and thought we were on on Monday night, but um, <laughs> that got corrected. It's actually Tuesday. And <laughs> underscore Bill is giving them a hard time and said it's a tape that, <laughs> that they're listening to. This is not a tape. This is honest to goodness. Tuesday, the 27th of July, still Christmas in July. And um, Walden asked me if I could come out and play tonight, and I did. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Uh Uh-huh. That's something. That's something. And we still have trivia questions for anyone who would like to call in and give it a shot. We've only got until midnight Eastern time, so you've got about 12 minutes left. Yep. The the, uh, Cinderella runs away with the silver slipper at midnight. And the CDs. Yes. So you can get a CD if you call and tell me... Let's see here. What else do we have here? Um, in the Christmas Carol, the little drummer boy, what was his gift to the baby Jesus? That's number one, and emphasis on the 12 days of Christmas here. In the 12 days of Christmas, what were the 10 lords doing? What were the 10 lords doing in the 12 days of Christmas? And what was the gift of the little drummer boy? Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. We are Saturday on Tuesday this week. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gives to me a portrait in a pear tree. Very good. So if you can know if you can get up to ten and tell us the answer, then you'll get the what a prize. Sure. And it's even easier if you've at one time or another gotten to twelve and just start going backwards. That is true. Uh huh. That is true. 
This is good. This is a lot of fun tonight. I'm really having a good time. I know. And it's Kim's grandmother's birthday, Betty Lewis is 90 years old. Kim is making a tape for her to listen later. And if you would like to call in and wish her a happy 90th birthday, that would be terrific, too. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Betty. Happy birthday to you. That was very good, Walden. Thank you, my dear. I pick on you all the time. I say, oh, my goodness, don't let Walden and, and Brian... Brian um, <laughs> I have sing. Hendrickson in my head. Hey, good. Hey, good. <laughs> Brian, hey, good. And Walden, when they get together to sing, it is not a happy sight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not and, a good thing. And, but that was really good. Well, He's a bad influence on you. Well, we both can sing pretty well, but when we carry on, we just let it hang loose. In fact, Damn. you know, most people know um, I, have, I, run, I have a lion club. I'm a member of a lion club, and right now I'm the current president. But one of my duties for many years, I am the song leader. And <clears throat> we sing so loud, so bad, that they, that the restaurant, they always close the door. That way we don't contaminate the next door trade. And it was a hoot. One year, um, we're, we were very close to the gal who run the only county fair, which is going on, who's about three blocks away from my house. And she comes and once a year and put on a presentation. Well, she was going to have a surprise 50th birthday party. And her club, her, the fair, always got a kick because Becky would come and talk to us and he would come back to the office. Well, the boys are still singing. Well, they threw a surprise 50th birthday party and they invited us to come and sing happy birthday to her. Oh, how sweet. Yes, yes, yes. So, music, part of my soul. Music is part of your soul. 714-545-2071. You can give us a call. We appreciate that. We need to know what the the um, Ten Lords were doing in the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. And what was the gift of the little drummer boy? Those are two pretty good questions. That's a really and if you call, I get a dot on my map, and you get a CD. All you have to do is answer one of the questions. And if you don't like those two questions, I'll find something else. That's a pretty good deal. That's good. That's good. We uh, we love playing Christmas in July, and we'll be back playing Christmas in December, too. That'll, that will be here before you know it. I know, and Walden starts early. You get so much out of a holiday during the year. Are we going to do anything special for Thanksgiving? Oh, I bet we, we in will. September? We we'll figure out something to do. You know me. You know oh. me. Little Bing Crosby doesn't hurt anybody, you know? Nope, he sure doesn't. When there. we're talking about Halloween, that's there we go. at the end of August. And if we're talking about Thanksgiving, your beginning celebration is probably somewhere in September. That is true. The thing about Thanksgiving, there are not that many Thanksgiving shows uh, around, if you think about it, in the hobby. Like, for example, I don't think there was one Thanksgiving Fibber McGee and Molly show that I can think of. I don't recall ever seeing a Thanksgiving Fibber McGee and Molly. You know, I know Jack Finney did a few. The Great Gillespie sort of did a few. I, I believe that. I, maybe not on Gilda's. I think so. 
Jack Benny did a couple. I, I do remember that, and I've got some of them in my file. Um, I think Henry Aldrich, remember the time when they went down to pick up the turkey? Oh, heavens, yes. Yes. Um, but I can't think of a one Thanksgiving show for Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Uh, so there's not that many out there anyway. So we'll come up with something to celebrate uh, Thanksgiving, you know. Well, I have a piece of information as long as we're going to really trivia-type stuff for the holidays. Uh, tell me. You're familiar with the song, Over the River and Through the uh, Woods. Grandmother, how should we go? Is that a Christmas song? I don't think it's a Christmas song. I think it's a Thanksgiving song. It is a Thanksgiving song. And so many people don't believe that. Can I read the words to you? Please do. I, I found what I think are the original words. Mm-hmm. Songs and poems and so many other things get edited over the years, and they kind of tweak words, and like Thanksgiving got taken out and Christmas stuffed in, little things like that. But this is by Lydia Marie Child, and she wrote it. Are you ready for this? Give, it, give a stab on this. Over the river and through the woods. Over the what what year was it written? Do you think? Um, eighteen thirty nine. Eighteen forty four. Wow. How do you do this? Wow. How do you do this? Wow. Good night, nurse. I would have guessed somewhere around the twenties, the nineteen twenties. Okay. So it's over the river and through the wood, singular, no s on that. To grandfather's house we go. Really. Horse knows the way to carry the sleigh through the white and drifted snow. Over the river and through the wood to grandfather's house away. We would not stop for doll or top, for it is Thanksgiving Day. That's the first stanza. That's of, amazing. Of the, uh, of the song. And I thought I'd kind of um, stick you with that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another one. That Frank on that one, too. Here's another one. Frank suggests, and I have never verified it. He sings Jingle Bells. The words from Jingle Bells? All of them? Well, no. the, one, the one that has uh, Fanny Bryce is by my side. Oh, oh, yes. He claims that's the really Fanny Bryce of Baby Snook. I don't think so. I think the song was written way before, you know, Baby Snook was around. Well, um, it, but it, it, Fanny Bryce was around a lot, a long time before Baby Snook's. Correct. She died in 1950. I think she was close to 60 by then, I, bo- I believe. Okay, but, so uh, let's see. <laughs> you have a beautiful voice. You should sing. <laughs> One note at a time. Please, you know, there are two things that I do very well for people. Real gifts. Stay off the golf course and don't sing. Aww. Oh, here it's, oh, it's not Fanny Bryce. It's Fanny Bright, B-R-I-G-H-T. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Well, that's what it says. Because, you know, Fanny. I think the reason why Frank remembers in the, in the um, Hollywood Christmas Parade, especially during the old-time radio day in the night, it was always uh, Baby Snook or Fanny Bryce. Who, who would be near Santa Claus when Santa uh-huh. Claus came down, so. Yeah, it looks like, let me see here, if you believe Wikipedia and that if it agrees oh, with a whole bunch of others. After all, there's nothing wrong on the Internet. You know, we know that. It's, it's true. Yeah, it's Fanny Bright, B-R-I-G-H-T. Wow. A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride, and soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. Wonderful. So, 
Thank you, you right. Patricia. Pardon? Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Well, yeah. you asked the question. I've got the fingers and Google. Google is great. Google, good. Google is great. Uh, well, we got time for one call. We got three minutes before Patricia and I disappear in the wilderness, you know, to, to hang out till next Saturday. We'll be back with you with Wayne Shari. But you can give us a call, 714-545-2071. You know? This yeah. This. All right. Now, underscore Bill has a couple of Thanksgiving shows, uh, Fibber McGee and Molly Thanksgiving shows. Um, Bob Bro says the great turkey caper. I don't remember that that's, one. Uh, for Sam Spade, I think. Oh, I think oh, that's a oh, phase. okay. Uh, let's see. Bill says November 16th, 1957. So that would have been a 15-minute show? Uh, a five-minute show. A five-minute show all the way down there. Uh-huh. Stage Dressing McGee, who prepares to cook the Thanksgiving turkey. Ah. Um, let's see what else he has. November 22nd, 1949, sponsored by Johnson's Wax. It's Thanksgiving, and Fibber has received a real estate bill. That's right, and they ate it. Uh, it, it, it was the character Nick Topopoulos, but the, it, he had a different name. Ah. I remember that, and I even talked to uh, Claire Schultz about that. Uh, when we were talking about uh, Nick DePopolis' character disappearing, but it was they decided to have Thanksgiving dinner, and all Fibber did was grouse and complain about the tax bill. And this man came over, it sounded like Mr. DePopolis with a Greek accent, and talked about how wonderful it was to be in this country. And Fibber said, well, we got a tax bill. He said, for what? And he said, for, for our house. And he said, you have a house? And each time Fibber said something, he was just awed. But the message was, of course, he was just so happy to be in this country, to be here with his family, to have nice things uh, to think about and talk about, to have good friends and peace and so many nice things. And, yeah, Fibber was doing, oh, yeah, 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 routine, and I suppose that's okay and that's good. And he went to pay the bill. And he got the dinner for free. It was, I'll call him Nick. I can't recall the, the name of the character who was particularly in that show. But he said, it's a day for Thanksgiving, and I'm so thankful that everybody gets a free dinner. And it was such a charming, charming wow. story. Wow. Uh, so let's see. Um, that one was, let me see. He had all received the tax bill. That was November 22nd. 1949. We might have to play that. This and if anybody has that in your file, it really is a wonderful, um, wonderful show. My suggestion for a really uh, obscure radio show which is terrific. Thank you. There's a story called Point Sublime. Uh, Mel Blank was one of Mel Blank's very early st- uh, shows. He played the sidekick. It's a terrific Thanksgiving show. It's about... Uh, a family who are missing different members of their family during Thanksgiving, and they come together. Uh-huh. And it's a terrific uh, emotional tug, tug swing of your heart. So there's a thank you I'd just like to recommend, recommend for everybody. Very cool. Well, then I just looked at the clock. I know. Well, why don't we throw in a little Christmas music, and Patricia and I will be with everybody Saturday. On Saturday. Merry Christmas, Patricia. Merry Christmas, Walt, and Merry Christmas, everybody.